welcome to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Gemma Nice, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode from Easy Yoga, all things relationships, well-being and yoga. And today my very special guest with me is Kathy White. And Kathy has developed her joint renewal system when she turned 50. And despite teaching yoga for over 20 years, her joints were aching, her menopausal symptoms were raging, and she was not gaining any benefit from her practice. And is now retrained in Kayut method and has now refined it into a joint for yoga active men and women over 50 who want to keep on doing the sports and activities they love so thank you welcome for being um, welcome thank you for being here yeah thanks for having me great to be here really yeah nice. so how did all you... things yoga yes definitely because <laughs> that's in the same field and yeah so how did you kind of get into yoga in the first place oh gosh back in the day i've to show my age here so yeah back in the days in the in the early 90s i was staying with some friends actually in victoria canada which is kind oh, of wow i ended up moving back to vancouver island just four years ago five years ago so um yeah i was on vancouver island traveling through staying with some friends and they said oh i'm going to go to this yoga class do you want to try it? And I went and it was really, really amazing. I really felt my body shift and change in a way that I didn't think was possible. Yeah. And it was, you know, if I think it about when I was in, you know, the, the, the 80s, early 90s, like aerobics were all the fashion, yeah. you know, and I... <laughs> Like and I'd been, yeah, and I'd been, I'd been to some of these hot, sweaty aerobics classes and come out with my face like a beetroot and and sweating and feeling like really, really unfit and um and hated it. Just it really wasn't my style. And I know people do love that kind of exercise form, but it was just not for me. And I also had had a, a long, um, even you know, in my teens, I started meditating. And so when I found yoga, it was like, oh, this is like meditating, but moving. This is amazing. So, you know, that kind of meditative, mindful movement has always been um, attractive to me. So yeah. that was that was my first yoga class. And from then I was hooked. Wow, that's amazing. And that's amazing that you've done it for so long as well. Not that you're I know. <laughs> it's so long. Yeah, exactly. I'm really old. <laughs> And now you've kind of done a yoga for joint health and things. Um, what's so important about focusing on the joints? And I know that as well, because well, I turn 40 next month and um, I've got really bad hip dysplasia. So, yeah, I need to focus on my joints as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what ha what I've realized and what I came to understand through my inquiry, my curiosity, my retraining and discovering the, the Cayute method which it comes from Brazil, is that um, when we stretch in a kind of traditional yoga stretch 
work the, the way we work in, in in more classical yoga poses and everyone thinks oh yeah go to yoga and do stretches mm-hmm. when we stretch without any focus at all on our joints we actually make the joint unstable mm-hmm. because all we're doing is keeping the joint locked in its original position and then moving the muscles ligaments and tendons around it but not creating any structure yeah so the joint can actually become unstable and there you know you can see this and my teachers helped me point it out that especially in the yoga field you can find lots of people who've done lots of practice that they you know they can do amazing forward flexions they can mm-hmm. get themselves into all sorts of poses and they start to have hip issues back yeah. issues knee issues which is to me it's tragic because yeah. yoga is such a healing modality yeah. and and the fact that when we're, we're missing the healing aspect of it because we've got so focused on stretching rather than structure yeah yeah that's true and actually i had a lady in um yoga yesterday i was teaching her a one-to-one and her knee we were doing warrior two and her knee was like going inwards i was like no okay right trying to stack your knee above your ankle and she's like but i don't get it i don't understand i was like yeah okay right i'll just move you and then she's like oh but so many people in classes do that and and even though i stay or i say okay make sure that your knee is not folding in or folding out i kind of always say that i think most people switch off when i say that (laughs) but you can see it a lot and it's bad for knees yes yes absolutely and uh, again like in that pose if i was teaching that that warrior which i don't often teach it doesn't come up much in the Cayute class plans but Mm -hmm. if i was I would be having, first of all, anchoring the foot and the ankle and just have people's awareness in the ankle and then make sure the ankle is talking to the knee. And then they kind of go, oh, well, no, the knee's way over here or whatever. (laughs) And then as you move your knee out to stack it over the ankle, what happens to the hip? What happens to the pelvis? Because the pelvis will want to swivel. So all the joints, you're always stacking each joint on top of the other and bringing the student back into the awareness of the joints rather than, you know, are my arms long enough? Am I, is my spine yeah. tall enough? Have I stretched my legs wide enough? You know, because all that bigger, better, faster, more that has crept into the yoga field has. ends up just damaging us. Really. Yeah, yeah. It actually does. And actually, I have quite a few. I do a vinyasa, well, it's called dynamic flow yoga on a Monday morning. And yeah, we go really fast. And someone said the other day, oh, I don't really like it because it is too fast. And it's really difficult to try and find that balance of knowing it needs to be more experienced yogis, I think, because you then have more of a better idea of where your body is at that certain point of moving constantly in and out but then you're probably going to say completely I don't like that one <laughs> because well, I think, you know it's Gemma it's it's kind of horses for courses you know you yeah. can't say to somebody oh you must do this and this is bad or this is wrong it's like no everything, everything. has has its its the the, the diamond within it you know yeah. Um, and and if you approach something mindfully as you say if you're doing a vinyasa flow then gosh that you know it's lovely to get those movements and that fluidity and it becomes it can become like a a tai chi a kind of martial art sort of that flow and that movement but as you point out for many people who don't yet have the body awareness 
that you need to be able to be properly stacking the joints, properly going inside the vertebrae of the spine, properly moving the neck or head. They're just going to be jarring and they're going to also just re-emphasize the patterns that they have in their body. Yeah. And most of us have had, especially when you get to my age, you know, in your 50s, by by that time, most of us have had some kind of accident, injury, maybe the hereditary pattern. We've got aging anyway. We've got years and years of sitting on chairs, which is the world's worst thing. Um, And and we uh, and so our bodies have compensated for those things. And they've kind of, you know, lift of the shoulder, little tilt of the hip, maybe one you know, sits bone is further forward than the other. Maybe there's a little twist in the knee, maybe one ankle has been damaged. And so you favor one side of the foot, all those little tiny micro compensations that the body are making when you're doing a, a fast flow. You're just going to work with those compensations as they are. You're never going to actually slow down enough to address them, which is what the joint renewal system does. It's like, let's slow down now from our, you know, active life, whether you jog or sail or ski or, you know, all those things that you love to do. Let's just take a pause, slow down and see what is actually going on in the body. See what is actually happening in each of the joints. Then we can address it and get it realigned. And then you can go back to your (laughs) your skiing, your running, your cycling, your, your whatever it is that you love to do. So. Yeah. Yeah, That's really, that's really interesting way of putting it actually. And um, a lot of people go to the gym and or just do it as a, as a way to stay fit or like do it three or four times a week. And this definitely, and I'm with you on this one, does not work for people. Because again, like you've just said, I suppose, they're not working with their body correctly. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, just adding weights to, if you have a shoulder issue and you haven't really sorted it out and you've got a pattern in there that's not actually very helpful for shoulder health, and you're just at lifting weights on that shoulder, you're going to you're going to damage it. You're going to not going to help it. So yes, you're going to build muscle. Yes, you're going to lift higher and higher weights. But to actually get inside the joint and really sort it out and cleanse it and floss it, floss it as I say, like floss the joints, floss your teeth, um, put some WD forty in it. That's another metaphor I use. <laughs> um, that then it's it's not going to happen with with just doing a weight routine and I'm not saying don't do your weight routine yeah. of course you you do that you do what you love you you carry on you know doing all your fitness things but to take a pause and actually go okay I need some joint health here I need to look at joints because joints just so get so ignored it was like, so funny we went to my uh my son had a meet the meet the teacher evening at his school and so my husband and I went along, this was just last week. And one of his courses this uh, semester is gym fitness. Oh, wow. So, you know, we walked in the gym and there was this very lovely young woman, you know, full of energy, obviously very, you know, archetypal sports teacher, <laughs> yeah. PE teacher, you know, wearing the tracksuit bottoms and had a whistle around her neck and all the rest of it. <laughs> and, uh, and she talked and she had so much enthusiasm, everything else. But the only word in terms of body awareness that I heard her say, and she said it 
numerous times as she was talking to us was muscle. Wow. Muscle, building muscle, building them this muscle, that muscle, that you got to get the muscles and we do this with the muscles. And I, I wanted to kind of raise my hand and say, excuse me, joints? <laughs> what about the joints? No, no muscles. <laughs> so, and I know she's working with a different population. These are teenagers yeah. and a lot of them do need to build up some strength and muscles. Absolutely, for sure. But, you know, lots of them spend time on screens. They've got their neck yeah. in fixed position. Yeah. The hands are in fixed position. They're at computers. They're sitting. It's like, wow, what does that do for the joints? Yeah. Yeah. Locks the joints into place. Yeah. And then they're going to have issues later on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. So uh, with that as well, like how does the, how does the menopause affect joints? Like, is it really bad or is that when you need to do little weights at the gym? <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, it it depends on the woman. Um, I have friends who have been through menopause and uh, no joint issues whatsoever showed up for them. They had other issues, um, but but not joints. But for many, it is. It's like a, a it creeps up. It's not, you know, excessive. So it's just like, oh, and it gets written off as, Oh, this is this is just you know just aging. I'm just yeah. You know, or my creaky knee, my sore back, my stiff shoulder, like you know, oh, can't turn the neck so well. Yeah. And, and you just kind of get into it as a, as a as a as an aging thing. But actually, it's often produced by the hormonal changes of of menopause, and many women through menopause start to feel their joints in a way that they didn't before and for me it became quite um quite apparent and I think possibly because I'd been a yoga teacher for many years I was I was really embarrassed yeah. I was like hang on a minute <laughs> you know, I'm meant to be the yoga teacher here why is this <laughs> why is this not working you know and I and I kind of didn't really share it widely it's like that you know my knees were really I mean I remember talking to my particular yoga teacher at the time and saying Louise my my knees they're really really sore what's going on and she gave me some you know helpful advice about certain postures and how to do them differently or whatever but it didn't really address in the same depth and understanding that I have now five years later of doing the Cayute method um what was going on or why yeah. the joints particularly needed, needed yeah work. and what actually is the Cayute method so Cayute yoga developed by Francisco Cayute so he's he's from uh he's from Brazil and he had a childhood injury um which damaged his hip quite badly and from that, he grew up with chronic pain and was constantly seeking for a way to, to re remove the pain, to address the hip issue. And he, you know, over time through studying chiropractic and polarity therapy and different influences and yoga kind of came up with this um, system of, of yoga that is it's very slow and mindful. It's got similarity to restorative or yin in some yeah. respects because of the slow, mindful approach. However, 
it's really systematic in addressing the joints because we stop in a, a pose and we don't do complicated poses. We do the very basic, it's just like building a house. Yeah. You know, if you, if you start thinking about the curtains and um, the color of the walls yeah. and the foundations aren't built yet, you know, you're not gonna have much of a house. <laughs> right so it's the same with the body if we're if we're trying to do fancy poses and get ourselves into different um yoga poses that we don't actually have the foundations in our ankles you know I, I have i have students who've been doing yoga for years and they come to my classes and i'm like okay we're just going to sit on the floor in varasana so a kneeling position we'll have a bolster behind us and we're just going to put the tops of our feet on the bolster so we're going to lift the feet up and then we're going to sit back down and then we'll move the bolster slightly. So we'll be just the toes are on the tip of the bolster and sit back down. And these people are screaming because their toes and their ankles have not had a proper workout, a proper look at yeah. for years. They've been so busy doing their, you know, warrior threes and, their yeah. this and the other, yeah. you know, so um, that's what I do is I, I break it right back down to the basics, um, make it mindful, make it really enjoyable. We have fun. We do laugh. I yeah. say the best, the best, and you probably say this too, Gemma, it's like the best yoga pose is a smile. It's the one. Yes. Yeah, it really is. And I find as well in tree pose, um, when everyone's concentrating, I love looking around the room and everyone's faces are really concentrating. They're like really, their face is really tight and everything. And then when I come, when they come out, I'll be like, and smile. And then everyone just falls about laughing because it's like, I can't believe I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I'll do a pose sometimes. um, We do a lot of um, lying on our backs and maybe do a leg lift, but then take the leg and different positions and a, a really strong ankle flexion and um and then I'll, I'll i'll say to people okay you're holding this pose in your leg not your face yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because so it's true. amazing how people like their jaw clenches yeah. like oh okay i've got this no 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 <laughs> relax your face it's just your leg that's holding this pose <laughs> and a lot of people will go to yoga because they're stiff and they can't get off the floor or whatever would would yoga be a good place to start or not absolutely i think you know and you've got to find the right teacher because mm-hmm. some teachers just don't have the the skill or they're not interested they want a certain level of uh, of movement already in their students or they don't have the skill to know how to adapt or modify mm-hmm. um th- that tends to be younger students i uh, sorry younger teachers i find you know if you're newly trained and you're trained in a particular method you want to deliver that method you've been trained in so you haven't had the, the scope or the, yeah. the experience of um seeing lots and lots of different types of bodies and how those bodies can be helped to move but if a student can't get up and down off the floor easily i would have them on a chair and it's yeah. not chair yoga so much i mean i do teach chair yoga to some seniors but um it's just they can come to a class and be absolutely fine and safe and feel comfortable and not making a big deal about what somebody can or can't do because if you get into that mind of oh i can't do this that mindset then that that's going to 
make this class unin you're not going to enjoy it yeah yeah it's like, I can't do this I can't do that I went to yoga I couldn't do anything is it are you going to go back no <laughs> yeah. so, you know keeping it in the in the kite I can mindset yes. that's that's really important and I think you know teachers can really be very very helpful to students in giving them um lots of opportunities to have those I can do this moment yeah, if, you, yeah. if you modify and you, you bring it right back as I say bring it right back to the basics yeah and, you know if I give options it's like if you can't uh, you know take, take your hands under your head and if that's too much for your shoulders just bring your arms out to the side that's wonderful if your hands are under your head that's wonderful so everything is wonderful yeah yeah you know, it's yeah. The, the modifications are wonderful rather than oh take your arms down if you can't do it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then like, oh, I'm not and, they, and all they've got in their mind is i can't do it yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now we are going to go to a short break. See you the other side. Hello, this is Gemma from Easy Yoga and I wanted to talk to you about the Easy Yoga On Demand yoga classes. Now transform the way you start and set the tone for your days. Come and join the Easy Yoga On Demand yoga classes where you will be able to stretch your yoga practice, calm your mind and feel totally amazing in the process. Now the collection of flows, meditations and mindfulness movements focus on strength and flexibility to help you hit the ground running each morning and to handle any challenges that come your way with grace and ease because we always have challenges every single day we have challenges so together we wake up the body focus on the mind and take each day with power and intention and you can leave this platform feeling calm relaxed connected alive and most of all focused on you and there are so many different classes there's over 260 classes now all taught by me there are how to so how to do a downward dog how to do a tree pose how to do a certain yoga pose. There's also yoga fours, so yoga for headaches, yoga for shoulder pain, yoga for backache, yoga for stomach ache, lots of different things like that. There are over, I think now 15 meditations, so you can feel calm and you can relax. There are lots of other ones, so we've got hatha yoga, we've got vinyasa, we've got office yoga, chair poses, there are so, so many different ones on there. So go and have a look, it is free for seven days and then it's just seven pounds a month after that. And the website is easyyoga.co.uk forward slash access now 100% free, that's easyyoga.co.uk forward slash access now 100% free and it's free for seven days and then it's seven pounds a month after that and a lot of people travel suffer with trauma how does yoga help deal with the trauma mm, a very good question i think the, the you know trauma has become much more of a it's in common parlance now people can say yes oh well i had i you know i had childhood trauma or i was involved in this situation and you know i had some trauma as a result of it so people understand it and people um, can talk about it, which is just wonderful, you know, that we're not trying to hide away our um, things that have happened to us in, our, in yeah. the past. How yoga helps is not by processing it in a kind of psychotherapeutic way, 
but by allowing the body to relax to rest to restore because where trauma is held is in the body and the, you know the data the studies the 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 work that trauma experts are doing is very much in line with looking at the um nervous system yeah. and that what happens is the sympathetic nervous system your fight flight freeze um or some people say the f word as well because <laughs> reproduction is part of the that that um, um parasympathetic response but it's like gotta take action that's the basic thing gotta gotta move gotta take action and this is about my survival i take action and the opposite of that is when we're in the um parasympathetic mode is when when we when we rest when we restore when we sleep and this is when the body heals like if it, it kind of makes sense that you know if you're busy fighting fight flight flighting <laughs> fleeing um if you're if you're busy out there being active and this is us in our day-to-day -day lives in our world we're busy out there being active there's no time there's no chance to actually just sit down pause breathe and let the body recuperate and restore and I think that's partly why we see, you know, I'm not a medic, but I, I, I have theories. And I think that's partly why we see so many chronic diseases in our society these days is that we really don't have those rest periods. They're not built into our culture. Then, you know, so, oh, I'm so busy. And it's like, when did busy get so sexy? I was like, why, why, why do we have to be busy all the time? And it's like, don't, don't do so much, just slow down. And so yoga gives an opportunity for people to really slow down. And that's when any trauma can really be addressed because it calms the nervous yeah. system. Yeah, yeah. And does the yoga that you teach, sorry, how do you say it again? Hayut. Hayut, right, yeah. Does that... Oh, um, you can just say the joint renewal method. Joint That's renewal. fine. It's, it's much easier. <laughs> and does that include meditations or shavasana as well? Oh, yes, yes. I mean, in a way, um, like when we open the class, my first job is to calm everybody down. You know, so so the opening of the class almost has a mini shavasana too we often will start a class with legs up the wall yeah love that and, and that that whole idea is like okay let's get ourselves into the right mode let's calm our nervous system down so that the rest of our practice everything every other pose we do is informed by a nervous system that is at rest yeah and not a hyperactive let's go for this let's power let's three more two more one more you know that kind yeah. of gym mentality which unfortunately yeah. has kind of crept into the yoga field it has it really has i think more western world as well has crept yeah. that in to be more fitness instead of more spiritual yeah because yeah, yeah. you know as soon as people see somebody moving their body they think it's fitness and they think it's exercise i mean it's a normal mistake to make yeah you know? Yeah. and i think as yoga teachers it's our job to explain to our students you know this isn't about fitness yes the consequences of moving the body you'll have a healthier body for sure and it's about connecting that's the root word of yoga it's connection connect the body to the mind to the emotions to the spirit yeah
so true and why are there so many different types of yoga (laughs) because there's a million i don't know what do you think about that it's such an interesting thing what do you think why i because yeah we had a conversation at um the yoga class that i taught the other day and a guy had asked me that and i said i think it's to do with the spirituality of it or where you want to be in your life but also like with um ayenga yoga that is very much trying to get the right position and alignment whereas then you've got yin yoga which or restorative which is really relaxing and calming but then you've got vinyasa which is really fast and dynamic and flowy and sweaty and oh, i don't know there's just so many but i think I think being Western, we have changed a lot of that <laughs> from where it should have come from in India, which would have been Hatha, I suppose, or it might have been Ashtanga, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think, uh, you know, the, the the roots of yoga, if you go back to the roots, um, it's about moving the body mindfully. It's about creating the space of meditation. So it's a moving meditation you know if you if you study yoga philosophy of course you know there's the yamas and the yamas there's a there's a moral code inherent in yoga there's there's a spiritual component there's just a, a sense of oneness that that can come through the practice so unfortunately in, in the eight limbs of yoga we we focused on asana the the practice the the physical movement and we made that it Yes, that realizing that it's all um, all part of the same component. And then when you make the physical practice the only focus, then people are going, well, that doesn't work for me because I've, I need to go fast. You know, I'm a fast person. So let's make it, let's speed it up. And we do, yeah. you know, vinyasa. And then it's like, oh, no, I, you know, unless I'm hot, I, I just, I'm so stiff. So let's put, turn the temperature up. And, yeah. you know, they, they <laughs> make it hot yoga, Bikram um and then and then somebody says oh but i i really can barely move so it's like okay let's slow it down let's do it so <laughs> they're, they're all adapting to people's needs and i think that's I, I, on one hand i think it's a really good thing but when it only keeps the focus on how the body is moving rather than how the spirit is moving how the connections are happening and how the overall well-being of the person is is held in the class i think then we're we're just tipping the scales back into fitness yeah yeah and to practice yoga would you need any props or would you take your own mat or what do you need what would you say you yeah for the joint renewal we use props a lot um and that's not yeah i think the use of props is really interesting in yoga because some people think like oh if i'm using props i'm not um i'm not good enough yes yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I failed. You know, I was like, oh, I have to use a prop. And and again, it's a mindset thing. It's like, no, props are there to challenge us mm-hmm. as much as support us. And they can yeah. do both functions. So when you are challenged in a pose because of a prop, then it's it's you know that the, the prop is doing its job and when the prop is supporting you, you know if, if i do an uttanasana forward bend and people are bringing their hands to the floor it's like okay so you, you can't reach the floor bring the floor up to you let yeah. the floor rise 
So yeah. you put a chair there or you put a couple of bolsters and you, you touch those instead. And it, in Uttanasana, I really like people to touch something because that helps with the nervous system relaxation because we, we're programmed as, you know, as, as, as evolved monkeys to yeah. cling on to things with our hands. So if they're just dangling, that activates a, a, a nervous system response. So yeah, touch something. And if you can't touch what you're looking, you know, the floor, then bring the floor up. I love that. That's amazing. And two takeaway points from today's conversation. Oh, my goodness. What would I say? (laughs) (laughs) I think I think that the takeaway point I would say is find the right yoga for you. And, you know, just really spend time. If someone is looking for a teacher, spend time and don't worry about changing teacher. You know, I think as teachers, as a teacher myself, and I'm sure you feel this too, Gemma, that as a teacher, you want your students to experiment. You want your stu- you want the best for your students. And if that means moving to another teacher and not staying with you, please go with my blessings. Go find the person who's going to help you. So don't be afraid to look around, to try different classes, try different styles and and really yeah move find find the practice that works for you that's what yeah. I would say is the one takeaway and another takeaway is don't forget your joints <laughs> yes don't, don't get caught up in the stretchy thing leave that and start focusing on your joints especially because you're gonna notice it as you age yes oh, i love that thank you and where can we find you what's your website or your social media channels yeah, website www.kathywhiteyoga, all one word, dot com. And Kathy is with a K and white was, is with an I. So white is in the color. It's all one word, kathywhiteyoga.com. And if you go to my website and are interested in reading more about the joint renewal system, I have a free guide. And if you sign up for that, it actually gets you into my membership area and you have a free membership and there's a few videos there there's some extra material little bonus material so there's there's a little free package that you can get if you're interested in learning more about the joint renewal method nice oh wow thank you so much i've learned so much actually i've never heard of it before so yeah thank you oh you're so welcome yeah really nice to have you on we'll definitely see you soon thank you Oh, so as always, I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. So please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma. I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. I will be back next week with another one, another fun episode for you guys to listen to. And also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much and I will see you very soon. 